The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. You are watching Game Time Decisions. I am Gabe Abrexian. I'm on the grid, and so is the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. So is Mike Blue, and so is Kevin Walsh. We've got a lot of stuff to get to on the program, including Dustin Johnson waiting for the 21st time in his professional career. Denny Hamlin and Kevin Harvick dominate uh, this weekend in the Poconos. Cam Newton is back, and he's with the New England uh, Patriots, and the rest of the league just sat around and let it happen. And watched it happen. We're going to break it all down on the program. Game Time Decisions has begun. The Raging Redhead Cam Stewart. What's up, Cam? What's happening, Marenzi? Yeah, just a crazy weekend, you know. Uh, so so short on little things, you know what I mean? Like we have Hovland. The guy finishes 11th, not 10th. It's uh, back to usual. I, I was thinking, you know, maybe the whole year would go on that way. But, uh, no, obviously I was uh, I was dreaming. But uh, good point with the uh, – with the Patriots and Cam Newton. I can't believe another team you just let New England pick this guy up. Now you got a great situation going. You know, if you're going to start Stidham, you got a veteran in Cam Newton healthy. And we talked about this before. We think the Patriots are going to be a run first football team. They're going to establish the run. They're not going to put Cam in bad situations. And, you know, and then they'll, the, the run will set up the pass. I think it's an absolutely brilliant move. And once again, the Patriots win, everybody else loses. Time and time again, the New England Patriots over the years has been a trademark of Bill Belichick to take a chance on a star player that for one reason or another, nobody else uh, wants to take a chance on it. Just off the top of my head from Ocho Cinco, Randy Moss, uh, running back, Corey Dillon, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just so many players on both sides uh, of the football. You know, we talked about Cam Newton and the new England Patriots. And in fact, a couple of weeks ago, I remember talking about the report that they actually spoke and nobody really thought much of it. And Belichick didn't deny it. He said, yeah, you know, we'll see. We're going to keep in touch. And uh, basically, we talked about this, Cam, and I brought it up on a couple of occasions that Cam Newton was being hurt by the fact of the coronavirus. Things True. aren't normal. Like, players can't meet with teams. Like, normally, you know what I mean? He could, like, fly in somewhere. Hey, I'm, I'm visiting the Falcons. Or, like, they could visit him. There's no visits allowed. There's no workouts allowed. So Cam Newton was in a kind of a tough spot. Jameis Winston, listen, Jameis Winston, everyone knew, all right, he's healthy, right? Jameis Winston got screwed so hard. You think back on what happened to Jameis Winston, it blows my mind. Uh, but it's like if Richard Sherman, Richard Sherman thinks Cam Newton got screwed, what about Jameis Winston? Jameis Winston exactly. got like a million dollars. Cam Newton's getting 7.5 with incentives, though. He has to re- re- reach all those incentives to get it. But you're absolutely correct. Like, Jameis Winston led the league in passing yards. I get it, the 30 picks. But, man, one yeah, you said it. One million for a quarterback of Winston's ilk? That's a, that's a slap in the face if I've ever seen one. Anyway, basically, what's the bottom line, Gabe? Everybody's getting ripped off. Yeah, well, that seems to be the new theme uh, right now. Yeah. It seems to be the new theme. Let's stiff uh, these uh, quarterbacks specifically. I don't know. It seems like let's stiff black quarterbacks. Black quarterbacks. Feels that uh, way. Yeah. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? I mean, look, Jameis, come on. So what, Chase Daniel yeah. makes $8 million a year? Come on, man. Nate Peterman, like, everyone gets a chance. Everyone gets money. Mike Glennon's still in the league, bro. 
My clan is That's still a problem. James Winston <laughs> he, throws a couple he of picks. Yeah. Horrible. <laughs> the guy, I He's one of the worst. Mike Lennon, like in a Wranglers commercial against Brett Favre. I agree. And his buddies. I don't like want to pick up in a Gene commercial. I'll be like, nah, nah yeah, I don't want could, this stiff. You <laughs> could have Glennon. <laughs> I knew. I knew Mike Lennon. Uh, I knew Ooh. Mike Lennon was, uh, was bad. I knew uh, Mike Lennon. <laughs> I knew Mike Lennon was a terrible guy. Game time decisions continues. All right. We welcome uh, we welcome our radio audience uh, right now to uh, the program as we throw it down. I am Gabe Lorenzi kicking it with the raging redhead. Cam Stewart, Mike Blewett's going to step up and in. Uh, so is Kevin Walsh. Cam Newton, now a member of the New England Patriots. And while there hasn't been like a tsunami of line movement, there has been a little bit. There's been there's been a little bit of a trickle down uh, effect uh, with uh, with Cam Newton signing with the Patriots, not by uh, too much, but we'll break it down. We'll give you all the uh, the odds uh, for the division title uh, for Cam Newton over under wins uh, AFC East. Who's going to win a division? We fired off a poll question on Sports Rage late night. It's still running right now because these polls go for 24 hours. Uh, asking who is going to win a division between the Bills and the Patriots, Jets and Dolphins, and it was close. It was like 47% at last check uh, for the Buffalo mm. Bills. I never thought it was going to be easy, even without Tom Brady, even with Jared Stidham. I said, yeah, the Bills can win this division, but it'll be a battle. Yeah, I mean, they'll go 10-6, and six, and the Patriots will be 9-7 and seven or something like that, or the Patriots going to be 10-6. and six. You can't underestimate Bill Belichick. So we're going to break all that down. Dustin Johnson gets it done. I'm kicking myself because on Saturday there was still a little bit of value with DJ on the board cam, and I didn't pull a trigger. Yeah, uh, with um, didn't pull a trigger, and um, the, you know it was a nightmare. We lost a million golf props, but one prop that Dave hit is Bryson DeChambeau top ten again, and it's amazing, Cam. Seven of his last eight entries, seven of his last eight entries, this guy has uh, finished in the top 10. Not only paid like plus 120 this past weekend, but it's amazing how hot this guy is. I know he didn't win, but T6 uh, for uh, for Bryson DeChambeau. And left it on the table with DJ, man. Me too. I thought I clicked DJ. It was Justin Thomas at 80 to 1 when he was way back. But I'll tell you this, Gabe, DeChambeau is like six or plus 650 to win. You can't, you're going to have to lay juice with him top 10 this week at the Rocket Mortgage. It's the PGA Tour. Heads to Detroit. Uh, for the Rocket Mortgage Challenge, I'll tell you, man, this guy is the favorite by big time. I don't know if he's going to run out of gas. He's just been on fire. And if he can get that driver straight, he'll crush everybody by 10 strokes. All right, so we're going to break it down. Uh, Mike Blewett's going to hop up today. We're going to run through some uh, National Football League uh, futures. Let's get into some little uh, some baseball futures uh, as well. A lot to break down. Game time decisions continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Reds are throwing it down with a raging redhead cab. Stuart Mike Blue is going to hop up and then a little bit uh, later on. Kevin Walsh uh, will as well. Uh, Dustin Johnson uh, cashes a ticket uh, over the weekend. And yeah. You can just see him coming on uh, Saturday. I had a feeling 
um, that, yeah, you know what? I'm going to take uh, Dustin. That was on Saturday night. I did not. And then on Sunday, I woke up, uh, but golf and NASCAR and everything else was the last thing uh, that was on my mind. Shearing, shearing, shearing dental uh, pain. And it's oh, a yeah. Sunday. It's a Sunday. It's like the uh, middle of a pandemic. So not even all dentists were even open to begin with. And Very good a point. Lot of them have been, a lot of them have been closed. So they're all backed up, bro. Like from people that had appointments from before. And I'm not a patient mm-hmm. at any of these places. So mm-hmm. Sunday, I finally found one emergency. Like the ultimate like emergency dental uh, place. Um, I end up, uh, it's the, the really the way I wanted to spend my Sunday afternoon in an emergency dental chair. Um, we get the news. First, they were talking root canal. And then it turns out it's, it's too late. Can't be saved. There's no root canal coming. Extraction, no. i.e. pull. <laughs> so I guess extraction is the nice way of uh, putting it. So, I'm not looking forward to this. Like, they, you know, there's a reason no. why the expression is it's like pulling teeth. Like, nobody wants to get like, yeah. like, oh, God, man. I see on the website says that they have sedation. For the it says yeah. we have sedation for the uneasy amongst you. I'm thinking, I don't know, man. Maybe I, I'm going to tell him. Just knock me out, man. <laughs> no, no, it's the way to go. It's I'd the way to go. Like my just mom told wake me. up and say, "All right, I'll walk up. Yeah. Thanks, guys. It's done." <laughs> That's what my mom does. She had some dental work to, done, and she 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 went to the new guy. It's like I don't go in the chair unless you knock me out. You know, I'll deal with the pain later. You don't want to feel somebody yanking your tooth. I know you don't <laughs> like the pills. You don't like to deal with that stuff. But I'm telling you, you'd rather go nighty night. I'd rather uh, have a sleep and just deal with the pain later. I was very lucky. I just had a cleaning where they were hacking out my teeth and doing some other stuff. But, yeah, you said it, man. There was like a five-page questionnaire. A lot of these people aren't open, and they don't screw around with COVID-19. They kept me in the hot room with the mask on and double-checked everything. Yeah, I'm glad that you got to find somebody because, man, they're tough to find these days. They don't – dentists yeah, don't dude, want you walking in there. Dude was like in a hazmat suit, like the whole nine yards. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The full steam shield. Everyone was all decked out. I was like, God, this isn't good. I'm sitting there looking around at everyone. So I got to go tomorrow and uh, do this. Now, listen, I've I've had a tooth pulled before. And dental stuff is much better nowadays. It is better. It is. is. I didn't really feel it too much. But the thing is, you don't feel it, but you can feel it. Because, buddy, it's got, like, a, play, a pair of things. He's ripping a tooth out. So you can feel it, like, clamping and, like, pulling. Yeah. And then the blood. Yeah. Then there's a lot of blood after the fact. So I'm doing this right before the show tomorrow. I should be good. I sucked it up last night. We've been in the uh, – this is like uh, like people say last night, Sports Rage Late Night, was for my Jordan flu game. We we're playing through the pain uh, right now uh, as well. But, yeah, I'm not looking forward to this tomorrow, man, like getting a tooth yanked. Like, God, this is going to be a lot of fun. But whatever, yeah. dude, it is It is. Um, it is what it is. Yeah, it's great. I got to pay 500 bucks to pay to, for, like, shearing paint. <laughs> yeah, it's, God, it's one of those things, Marenzi. You know, like, we, we, our whole lives we work. We don't have, like, insurance plans. It's like, you know, it's – I don't I even know where to begin. Like, the things that people take, like, you know what I mean? Like, it is a big deal. Like, the personal insurance, Blue Cross, like – if you guys are out there and you got an insurance plan, you know, be be very thankful because paying cash for suck for stuff. Well, dentals, dental, uh, yeah, dental gets expensive, man. Dental, uh, dental can get expensive, but hey, it's it's my there fault. It is what it is. I've had yep. pretty good luck over the years. I'll suck it up. You know, I'll go, I'll go in there, deal with the pain, and uh, hopefully they shoot me up pretty good, so I don't uh, I don't feel anything. Nope. All right. So speaking <laughs> of pain. Cam Newton Cam Newton, a lot of people question Now listen, Ron Rivera, I thought And listen, his odds were up He was plus 500 to sign With the New England Patriots You know, it seemed like a good fit With the New England Patriots I thought the Washington Redskins were a good fit With Ron Rivera But even, even a couple of weeks ago Ron Rivera said Ron Rivera said Well, the reason he is a sign Because of the injuries and pretty much saying that, yeah, he's kind of beat up. But Bill Belichick must have had confidence in the medical reports about Cam Newton's health moving forward. Even though it's an incentive-laden deal, he wouldn't do this just for the, the sake of doing it unless he thought Cam Newton was healthy. Now the question comes in, 
how are they going to how are they going to run this offense? Uh, we don't know what Cam Cam Newton's skill set is uh, right now. Run right heavy. after you know, after a couple of years here that he hasn't really been himself, but he's not that old. Like I get the feel like, listen, he's 31 years old. Um, yes, he's had some surgeries, but, but he's also had a lot of recovery time uh, right now. And as you mentioned, they're going to be a run heavy offense. People talk about the Patriots and this is my, my concern, not concern, but the, the reality check for people who are just sort of handing the division to the Buffalo Bills is the Patriots defense is elite, right? Like the Patriots defense won them football games last year. Their offense was not explosive last year, and they yep. still won football games. So it's not like their offense can be much worse, uh, to be honest, than it was. Now, Cam Newton, I, I imagine they're going to run. The, they're going to be really run heavy. They're going to run the football a lot, and I guess they're going to try to strike deep, right? But we yeah. talked about it. Cam Newton's not a very accurate quarterback. He's got a strong arm, or he did, but he didn't anymore. So that you know that you know I I understand why people were apprehensive about Cam Newton because you're talking about a guy that had a cannon for an arm but was never really accurate. Yet you saw. He lost some of the strength, and then he was getting intercepted often. And we're talking about a quarterback that was also mobile, who really, let's be honest, he can't really run around anymore. And you don't want him running around anymore because if he does, he's going to get hurt again, right? So he's been hit so hard over the years, so many times. He is pretty beat up, but I still think in the right system, he could be successful and I think it's going to be a battle, man, between the Buffalo Bills and the New England Patriots. Listen, it's the exact same situation. Tom Brady couldn't go deep, Gabe. He's lost arm strength. The only difference is Cam Newton. He's a little more mobile, and you're right. They don't want to get him out there unless he has to run for a first down in, like, an emergency play. I'm going to tell you, though, it's the, you said it. It's the defense. The Patriots are going to win games 21-17, 20, 24-16, stuff like that. They're, they're, they're going to hold. They're going to play defense. They're going to punt the ball. Bill Belichick smart. They're going to play field position, and they're going to put Cam Newton in situations to win if he does win the starting job. I think, still think he should. Obviously, they're in a great situation now. You know, Stidham's still a young guy. He could step up at one point. I think putting starting Hoyer is a recipe for disaster. We saw him as an Indianapolis Colt. He was so bad against Miami. He's a third-string quarterback, in my opinion. You put Stidham in the two-hole, and he, he can battle it out with Cam for the starting job. And it's up to the Bills' defense. This is the year. Buffalo, McDermott, you know, you guys got to step up. New England's in this situation, and uh, you know what? To beat the King, you got to beat the King. You got to knock them out. And uh, Buffalo has the talent to do it this year. They got to go out and execute and find ways to beat New England instead of losing tight, heartbreaking games. You know, the thing with the, the New England Patriot offense under Tom Brady was very quick strike, right? Three steps, yes. back, drop, strike, slant. Tom Brady didn't have a lot of arm strength. And Josh McDaniels knew how to work uh, with that. They really run a lot of slant type of stuff. And I'm curious to see now, are they going to ask Cam Newton? Because I think Cam Newton is capable. Cam Newton's not accurate if you ask him to throw like a 14-yard pass. He'll throw it 14 yards, but he'll put it like four, you know, 14 feet in the air and stuff. like. Yeah, like too much mustard, sort of, too. Yeah, he's like a pitcher that can throw 100 miles an hour, but he doesn't really know where it's going. So you'll see Cam yeah. Newton just zings these balls, and they're all high. They're all over the place. But I think I think he can drop back and just dump it off. In a very sort of college mm -hmm. system, I think he can do that. I don't think he can be too mobile right now, but he's still a big dude. Listen, it's $7.5 million. It's a great move uh, by the New England uh, Patriots. Um, and, you know, there's nothing not to like about this, really. And, exactly. you know, there's a competition. Win, you win. go in here. And if he's not healthy, then you cut him. It's pretty simple. Right? Like they're not, it's, there's a reason why they're only giving him seven and a half million dollars incentive laden deal. He has to play all the time and be good to even get the seven and a half million dollars. Mike Blower joins us next. More football talk. You call these bagels? Bagels and bad beats. You want to think NASCAR is filled with a bunch of dopes? Yes. That's better than being thought that there's actually racists out there putting up nooses all over the place. The Sports Grid Network. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. 
I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down and too many people fall victim to the picture perfect image of the high life. So I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we going to learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is going to be your church, your turn up and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're watching Sports Grid. Get on the grid. Hey guys, Cam Stewart here with your Sports Grid News and betting update. You want the edge? Get on the grid. We got breaking news from the NBA. Spencer Dinwiddie testing positive for coronavirus, experiencing symptoms, and uh, he's unsure if he's even going to play in the NBA. So we'll still stay on top of this story for you. Spencer Dinwiddie testing positive coronavirus. 49ers bet Richard Sherman calls Cam Newton's one-year incentive-laden deal disgusting. Sherman added less co- co- talented quarterbacks, getting 15 million, uh, 16 million a season. Not impressed by the offer, but hey, things are done. After more than three months, New England landed their quarterback. New England's numbers tightening up at the betting board. They're now the favorites to win the AFC East at plus 100. 7-1 to one to win the AFC and 17-1 to one to win the Super Bowl on FanDuel. They were as high as 25 for the Super Bowl this summer and 12-1 to one to win the AFC. Uh, we got three MLB players coming out today saying they won't play. Arizona D-backs pitcher Mike Leake, he was the first to opt out of playing in the pandemic-shortened season. Leake is the first MLB player to do so. He's not a high-risk player, but he won't get paid this year, so he's walking away from approximately $5.6 million over the 60-game season. Two Washington Nationals are out. Mike Zimmerman, he's going to sit out due to family concerns. He also said he's not going to retire, but he'll decide his future at a later date. And Nats pitcher Joe Ross, he's not going to play this season as well. The LA Lakers set to sign J.R. Smith for the remainder of the season prior to Tuesday night's deadline for final rosters. Smith last played in the NBA with LeBron and the Cavaliers back in 2018. He's going to serve as a replacement for Avery Bradley when the NBA uh, does resume. Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens here. The 34-year-old averaging 12.5 points on 30% shooting from beyond the arc. John Moran of the Grizzlies has apologized today for sharing an anti-police slogan on his social media. The NBA working out a plan that will allow players to replace their last names on their jerseys with social justice statements. College Hoops, number one prospect for 2022, Ebony Bates. He's committed to the Michigan State Spartans in the National Hockey League. 15 out of the 250 players tested it for COVID-19 and 11 players who didn't report for voluntary workouts have tested positive. 26 total in self-isolation right now and in quarantine. NHL camp still set to open July 10th. Two-time Masters champ Bubba Watson and Harold Varner III will take on former world number one Jason Day and Wesley Bryant in a nine-hole exhibition match for this weekend's uh, Rocket Mortgage Classic in Detroit. The money goes to the city of Detroit for charities. Harris English, the fifth member of the PGA Tour to test positive for COVID-19. He has to withdraw from this week's tournament. The USGA transferring U.S. media rights from Fox back to NBC. They'll carry the men's and women's U.S. Open. Soccer action today. EPL, Burnley over Crystal Palace. 1-0 the final. And Getafe beat Real Sociedad, Sociedad 2-1 the final. I'm Cam Stewart. Back to Gabe Morenci on GTD with our guest, Mike Blewett coming up. Game time decisions continues. I am Morenci. We're kicking it with the Raging Redhead. Cam Stewart, Mike Blewett. Set to step up and in. Uh, let's talk some NFL uh, football as Cam Newton, now a member of the New England uh, Patriots. Never a dull day in Foxborough. And, uh, of course, this signing comes the same day that it's uh, it's announced that they actually lost a third-round draft pick. Yeah. They lost a third-round draft pick for that stupid uh, filming stuff. Um, so you can't say the National Football League didn't come hard. Uh, I'm surprised that they hit him this hard, actually, Me with too. a third-round loss uh, of that. Uh, with, 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 for that violation, because it kind of was harmless. But the thing is, let's just be real. We all know behind the scenes they were doing it all the time, and I guarantee you the NFL knows more about it than we do. And that's why they're like, yeah, yeah, we're, you guys lose a third-round yeah. draft pick uh, for this. So let's bring Mike uh, Blewett and Cam Newton and the Patriot odds. Uh, over, under, win total, nine and a half wins uh, for the New England Patriots to win the division, plus 100. Now, before... They were plus 120. I know because I'm a Bills fan and I was checking, and the Bills were plus 140. So the Patriots were actually slight favorites at plus 120. 
It's moved to plus 100 for the Patriots, plus 160 for the Bills. You're actually getting better value with the Bills Mm -hmm. uh, right now. Plus 700 for the Patriots to win the AFC, plus 1,700 for the Patriots to win the Super Bowl. And if you're really insane, Cam Newton is uh, 32 to 1, plus 3,200 to win the National Football League most valuable player. Let's bring in Mike Blewett. How you doing, Mike? I'm doing good. I'm sorry about your dental trauma, but Cam, you're high and tight with the new cut, so uh, one for two. Yeah, I got dental work done last week, but uh, not as bad as Morenci's. They just bring in the drill and stuff for me. He's getting the full meal deal. Uh, Uh, What happened to Gabe is something similar happened to me. The tooth extraction is no fun. I wish I could paint uh, a better picture for you. You're just going to have to suck it up. (laughs) Come on, man. You're supposed to say it's not that bad. Don't worry about it. They're just going to knock you out. It won't hurt. Don't worry about it. Everything's good. It's not that painful. It's it's just not fun. It's annoying. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. 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 I've done it it before. (laughs) The the part that gets me, I've had a a tooth pulled before. The the part that gets me is the blood, right? They give me the little cup, Cam. It's like you got blood yeah. gushing out of your the mouth. Spit like, cup. Oh, yeah, just, yeah. Just, just right. There's a brief, like, there's a brief <laughs> moment where you just think you're going to bleed to death. You're like, there can't yeah, possibly yeah, exactly. be this much blood <laughs> coming from this minor procedure. I'm obviously, <laughs> I need to go to the hospital. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, I'm, I've broken my foot. I was the youngest person to have gallbladder, uh, my gallbladder removed at a hospital, a university hospital, too. They told me, you know, normally we don't do this to 24-year-olds. So I've been under the knife before. Uh, I chopped my finger off once. Like, yeah, I've had a few things happen to me over the years, but it's one of those deals. You're right, Mike. Never gets easy, does it? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. No. It sucks. Getting yeah. old blows. And I'm going to have to get that golf ball removed from the my stomach like one of these days, bucks. too. The extraction's yeah, easy yeah. money. If you get the implant, that's when they're going to get you. Oh, yeah. That's dental implants? We're talking thousands. Thousands. I oh, asked yeah. them yesterday about the options, and uh, yeah, yeah. I said, "Well, how much is?" And as soon as I heard thousands, I was like, "Yeah, no, 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 extraction, <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> extraction." <laughs> I went to one on Madison Avenue in Manhattan, so it it was pricey. Oh, really? Expe- expensive extraction? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's like three hundred and seventy-eight bucks or so, give yeah, or take. Could be. Right. Could be it's worse. Okay. Hey, you blow that yeah. on Chinese basketball. Now you're getting your mouth fixed. It's the right well, thing I'm to, have to do. Pick some winners. Yeah, Guangzhou. Yeah, you're damn right, you are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good point. Look, we're gonna have to get it done. Um, all right. So, what what are your thoughts uh, here, Mike, on on Cam Newton with the New England uh, Patriots? To me, and I, 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 I've been sort of framing it in this. I'm just, I'm curious. And I don't, I don't love it. I'm a Bills fan, so I don't, I don't want it to be too successful. But I am curious to see what Josh McDaniels comes up with. Cam is saying, you know, they're going to be a run-heavy football team. And the Carolina Panthers were a run-heavy football team when they were successful. So I see that. But are they going to be a run-heavy team and try to throw deep with Cam Newton? Because they've, they've run such a West Coast-style slant-heavy offense over the years. Mike, what do you expect? Yeah, so despite the fact that the Patriots ran the third most plays, offensive plays in the NFL last year, they were top five in pass attempts. They were top 10 in rushing attempts. Now, clearly the defense played into that, which is why they were running a lot of plays. That being said, even with the sheer number of pass attempts, top five in the league, they were 18th in the league in net yards per attempt. Now, that leads to some lack of success in the passing offense, but I also think that over the years, they've made it much easier for Brady or did make it much easier for Brady to hit shorter passes, utilizing his accuracy. Now, if we can say one thing about Cam that's negative towards his play is that he hasn't been the most accurate quarterback all his years at the Panthers. If we look at those net yards per attempt for most of those years, they're outside the top half. They're generally right around 20 or so. That being said, I think this could help Cam in that he can hit some open targets. I think McDaniels does do a really good job of scheming people open closer to the line of scrimmage. I don't see this transitioning into a, ver- a a widely vertical passing offense. They take their shots when they can, but they try to get guys open closer to the line of scrimmage, like Edelman. Maybe Nikhil Harry can be uh, a threat, perhaps not yeah. deep every time. And, and Sony Michelle, James White, whoever else can be a part of the passing offense should be interesting. 
and I brought this up, Mike, this was a defense-first football team anyways. You guys want to talk about a smash-mouth division, Cam. You look, the Buffalo Bills defense, the Patriots defense, the Jets defense, Dolphins defense improving. This is probably yep. going to be the lowest scoring division in football. Like, they, they, like everyone's like first one is seventeen wins. <laughs> like yeah, that's, old school. That's, that's like that's what people are looking at uh, here. You win twenty one points. You, you score 20, 21 points a game. You're going to win a division uh, type of deal. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's a win win at seven and a half uh, seven and a half million dollars. They get a former MVP. Uh, there's nothing not to like about it from the Patriots' yeah. perspective. It's it's seven and a half million Win-win. max. He's signed for yeah. a million, yeah. so it's seven and a half million maximum if he reaches every incentive. To those of you out there holding tickets for the Patriots over on wins, you got a nice deal going right now because Cam bumped that line up. I saw you. I heard you going over the other odds as well. Another one to Nine consider too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. It's up to nine and a half. So the other one to consider, too, is AP, uh, the Comeback Player of the Year Award. You have Ben Roethlisberger, Cam Newton at the top of the list. Uh, ben at plus 260, Cam at plus 340. I'd say those are interesting candidates, plus Matt Stafford at plus 700. You can really like combo that. some of those together to get yourself some really good positive odds and come out a winner. Pick two of the three, and you'll come out a winner no matter what. Uh, eight of the last 12 seasons, it has been a quarterback to win that award. You know, what's very impressive about Cam Newton and people just don't give him the credit enough for it is he's a winner. The guy is yeah. just a winner. He's always been a winner and he won the uh, Juco national championship. He won the NCAA national championship with the Auburn right. Tigers. He's one of the most valuable player. He didn't win the Super Bowl, didn't win the Super Close. Bowl, but got to a mm-hmm. Super Bowl. A one-score yeah, like game many, with a few minutes left. Like, I mean, yeah. How many people could, yeah. like, for a career? Well, what would you do in your career? Well, I won the junior national championship. <laughs> I beat Alabama. Then I beat the Oregon Ducks and Chip Kelly in the national championship. I won the MVP in the NFL. And, yeah, I, I went to the Super Bowl. And, yeah, we lost by a touchdown. I was the, the first Bowl. overall yeah. draft pick in the NFL, too. Yeah. And you <laughs> look at his one-loss record, guys. 68 and 55. Yeah, it's good. 68 and 55. And he was 0-2 last year, and he can't, I don't really, so let's call it 68-53, because you know, he was hurt, and bad team, etc. The guy just wins. So now you put him around another winning environment, Cam, with more winners, with McDaniel, exactly. and Belichick. And yeah, yes. he's not Tom Brady, he's completely different, but he's dialed in. He'll be like, motivated. Belichick can look at him and say, you know what? I respect this guy. He's a winner. He's won. You know, Belichick's going to be impressed with this resume as well. Like, he just has that DNA in him that coaches like. I'll tell you something, too. When you go to New England and the things that happened to Cam Newton at the end of his career there, that Monday night game against Pittsburgh, like, he was a shell of his former self. You could tell the years of Carolina just going out there and getting beat up and hit. Yeah, sorry, Thursday night game. I'm I sorry, yeah, you remember I the game? On it, I remember. <laughs> yeah, 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 like he got absolutely murdered. The team got murdered. You could tell, like the years in Carolina were taking its toll. This is a breath of fresh air. Bill Belichick, and he's a smart guy. He'll play to your strengths, and that's the thing. You're going to see a rejuvenated Cam Newton too. You're right. It's just it's a win-win for the Patriots. Everybody else in the league, a loss-loss. But uh, you know, I'm still, I still think it's the Buffalo Bills division to win. I think the Bills have a better team, and they should be able to get it done. What do you think, uh, Mike, as far as the division uh, is concerned? So the Patriots are plus 100. Patriots are plus 100. The Bills are plus 160. Jets are plus 700. And the Miami Dolphins are plus 750. I like the Dolphins' direction, but they're not legitimate division contenders uh, this year. Are the Jets... Are the Jets not getting enough love here? Are the Jets being undervalued, Mike, at plus 700? Because it's all talking no, about the Bills and the I think Patriots. Th- I think this is a two-horse no. race. I think the Jets could actually take a step forward as a team and as an organization this season, but I don't think it will reflect in a win total. Their schedule did not line up well. Uh, I think the Bills and Pats schedules line up a lot better, and I think they are slightly better teams, uh, slightly to considerably better teams top to bottom. Um, I-, I still... I think I'm still leaning towards the Bills with the value in that bet, but this really does change things. Look, there's there's a couple of things that people don't like about Cam. It's that he's not terribly accurate with the football, and he's a little surly, but he's honest about it. So 
what you, what you failed to talk about when you're talking negatively about Cam is that he's a transformative player, especially in 2020. Pouty. He's going to be less pouty around Belichick. You can't be that way. Damn right. You can't yeah. go sit on the bench with a towel over your head by yourself with Bill Belichick and the Patriots. And the fact that it's a one-year deal, he's going to be engaged all the time. More with Mike Blue on the other side. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decision continues. I am Gabe Morenci. Throw it down with a raging redhead. Cam Stewart, Mike Blewett uh, from Sports Grid joining us uh, right now. We're just talking about the ramifications of Cam Newton and uh, the New England Patriots and the effects that it has on the AFC East's uh, future. We'll get into Colin Kaepernick a little bit uh, as well. So, you know, you look at the New York Jets. Then listen, guys, the Jets won 6-2 and two last year over the, the last eight games of the season when they got Sam Darnold yep. back. They won football games yet, and uh, Mike, you know you were at uh, you were at the Metal Lads every Sunday morning, and I know I think you went to a couple of those uh, football games. Yeah, there were some real ugly wins. Like, did they Very. really go oh, six yeah, and Miami yeah. win? Were they were they really six and two? Like, look, they beat no. the Bills in the last week of the year. The Bills sat everybody. <laughs> They beat, they the, beat the Steelers once. the week before with the Duck oh, Hodges, Mason Rudolph, Poo Poo Flatter of terrible play. Yeah. Yep. The, they beat the Dolphins in a game in which, like, there was like seventeen field game. goals. The Remember refs gave that game. Cam's right. Disgusting game. <laughs> what the Dolphins? That game? game was horrible. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I remember, I had I, I had Miami in like a money line parlay. I had no business winning. Like the Jets got, uh, or, or sorry, wasn't the Jets beat the Dolphins? They had no business winning that game. Mike's right. Like Gabe, you bring up good points. Like the six and two. Don't be fooled. Like those were some really bad, bad wins. I know I've you said say it win a number of on times on air. The Steelers Jets mm-hmm. game was the worst NFL game, the worst football game I watched <laughs> in the entire year of 2019, and I attended it. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> Terrible yeah, football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Duck, Duck Hodges. So, so it's a good segue, actually, uh, into the, why don't the Steelers sign Colin Kaepernick as a backup to Ben Roethlisberger? And listen, I thought I thought they kind of missed out on this a little bit with Cam Newton. I thought they missed out on Jameis Winston. And, I, I, you know, when we want to go backtrack, if I was a general manager, if I was the Chargers, I would have signed Jameis Winston. I would have taken my pick. I would have drafted another stud. I would have said, I already got a quarterback, man. I got, you know, dude, I got a quarterback that's better than Phillip Rivers. I'd rather have Jameis Winston than Phillip Rivers. It's already an upgrade. And I, you know, I wouldn't have had to take Justin Herbert, who I don't think is going to work out anyways. And they got yeah. Tyrod Taylor only. So I would have went with Jameis Winston. I understand. I wondered. I did a poll question last week, and I wondered, all right, would you rather Cam Newton or Colin Kaepernick? And I'm thinking Colin Kaepernick's actually healthier and fresher than Cam Newton is physically. People say, oh, he hasn't played in four years. Yeah, he hasn't been tackled in four years. He hasn't been hit. All right? He's still a fast dude. He's only 32 years old. So now, you know, you talk about Ben Roethlisberger gets hurt again, which he does every year, Mike. Right? Yeah. Isn't Colin Kaepernick a better option than Duck Hodges? Yeah. Well, yes. Definitely yes to that. What I would say, I I probably had Cam to the Chargers instead of Jameis, but I'm on board with you saying that I would have had an alternate plan other than the one that they enacted. Um, As far as I'm concerned, yes, Colin Kaepernick is very deserving for all the people that hate on the type of player he used to be, I think everybody's on board with saying he could have at least been a backup all of this time and had another opportunity a la Teddy Bridgewater, a la other guys that have had their second opportunities. Nick Foles has had multiple opportunities. Uh, Colin Kaepernick was certainly in that class of player. Um, would I rather Cam or Colin Kaepernick? Clearly Cam to me. I don't think Colin Kaepernick ever reached the heights that Cam did as a player, despite almost winning the Super Bowl much like Cam did. Uh, Cam was a transformational 
football player. Kaepernick had a, an incredible run at one point and provided some good play, but I, I would I would submit that Cam is an overall better player than Kaepernick, resume-wise. I, you know what? I think, though, you can't discount. Colin Kaepernick went to a Super Bowl. Colin he Kaepernick did. went to an NFC Conference Championship game. Yeah. Right? And that game against Green Bay, I would consider it one of the best quarterback performances he, what, what, he was unbelievable that game. It's incredible. His rushing, he threw everything. for over 300, yeah. ran for over 100. And exactly. Exactly. <laughs> In a playoff so, game. I mean, I it's know. insane. Yeah, it is. So do you think Colin Kaepernick gets signed? He's the last one standing now, Mike. Right? Like now? So it's just lip service when you hear, oh, teams are interested. Teams are interested. But At Atlanta, this point. It's lip service until I see him standing on a sideline wearing a uniform, as far as I'm concerned. Everybody can kick the tires all they want. Just do it. Stop so, talking let, about let, it. Let Someone just go do it. Matt yeah, Ryan is almost going to, like, he can barely play. What? And Matt Schaub is 90 years old. It's horrible. Exactly. He just, Matt Schaub, we remember him at Virginia turned, we, game. It's funny that you brought that up. We, If Matt Ryan got hurt, Matt Ryan's got an incredible string of having played nearly yeah. every game, right? He, but he missed one last year. Matt Schaub just turned 39. There are other guys out there. You're talking about Roethlisberger coming off TJ surgery. Uh, we both watched Mason Rudolph. We all watched Mason Rudolph last year. That wasn't impressive. He's certainly better than Duck Hodges would be. I would I would suggest. And you just I'd go down the line of Mason all Rudolph. the quarterbacks that have signed as backup to these other teams. Would you rather have Colin Kaepernick or Chase Daniel? Like, just pick a name. Yeah, and then Joe Flacco. And I get it. Joe Flacco. Actually, ironically enough, Joe Flacco beat Colin Kaepernick in the beat Super Bowl. Beat him, yeah, in the Super Bowl. Yeah. But right now. I'd rather call it Kaepernick than Joe Flacco. Because there's upside there. I don't know what it is, and I don't know if the four years of rust is too much, but what am I going to get with Joe Flacco? Praying to win 33% of my games? Everybody overthinks it. Oh, what about this? What about like like the Patriots? They roll the dice. Cam Newton. They don't overthink. Yep. You know what I mean? There's no bad one-year deals. Sign him to a one-year deal. There's no bad one-year deals. It doesn't work. You say it doesn't work. He didn't. That didn't work. Exactly. I think Arizona is a good spot too for Kyler Murray to learn under. Like, there's a lot of places. Colin Cap. Colin Kaepernick can go. Like Arizona's on my list. Atlanta makes sense to me. The Detroit Lions. Kansas With Matt City. Stafford, Kansas City behind Mahomes. Scott yes, yes, the yes. Now. Yeah, exactly. You got, you know, you know, Chad, Chad, Henny. Matt Moore? Matt Moore played last year. Yeah. Yes, he did. Uh, is Matt yeah. Moore still on the roster, though, now this year? He was out of the league, ended up on the roster, played, exactly. obviously. Uh, I don't know if he's there or not. Yeah, right, actually. He played pretty he good. He is technically. Because I've seen Chad Henny's technically the backup. You're right, Cam. Yeah. You know what's crazy, it's, Cap? It's Henny Jordan to Amu from the XFL, and they drafted Shea Patterson. Mm. That's their QB room in Kansas City. Wow. To me, Colin Kaepernick's better than Chad Henny. Yes. Like, for that offense, too. Like, for that offense, what 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 they run. All yeah, right, so. Again, again, like, just sign him to a one-year deal. If he doesn't make the yeah, team. What are waiting for? Right. Yeah. So you, you wasted what? Um, uh, at most, you'd waste a couple of hundred thousand dollars if you cut him before before win, camp win. breaks. It's not even going to be much money, especially in a city like Atlanta, too. It would be a big popular move. It would be great. People like Matt Ryan. They wouldn't even want. They wouldn't like. Oh, we want Matt Ryan to get hurt or anything. They'd just be yeah. happy to Kaepernick's there. And you know, exactly. I think. Uh, you know, I, I don't. I don't get it either. I think the owners don't like him. I think Goodell was disingenuous. I think Goodell only did it because it was trendy. He didn't have a choice to do that video that he did. And just because he did that doesn't mean that a bunch of general managers are going to run out the window, uh, run to the, you know, uh, screaming from rooftops. I want to sign Colin Kaepernick uh, right now. So this is where, this is my bad because I actually saw this comment from Mark Davis, the owner of the Raiders, Al Davis's son. And, um, Mark Davis said, I don't know, like, if we could pull this off without a bubble. And I was like, wow, I can't believe, like, the world is really upside down when this bowl-cut, psycho-looking dude um, <laughs> is actually the, the voice of reason in the National Football League. You know what I mean? He's got the best haircut. <laughs> that guy's, yeah, exactly. That guy's so, the best worst haircut, cut. for sure. Oh, it's yeah, so, awesome. 
basically he's like, I don't see how we do this without like playing in some possibility of a bubble. I so agree. I'm thinking, oh, he's the voice of reason. Yeah. But no, no, he's insane. Then he goes on to say, but he wants 90,000 fans in the stadium. <laughs> and he doesn't see why he can't fill the stadium. But right they need downhill. to be in a bubble. But they need to be in a bubble. So, Mike, what what like, what like, bubble is he talking about? Like, I don't really yeah, understand what stadium. he means. He goes, I don't see how it's possible unless we play in a bubble. But I fully expect to have 90,000 fans, but sort of in a bubble, he said. Like, like in so the what, Simpsons movie when this, Mr. Burns the uh, puts the, like the dome over in Springfield. Yes, he thinks the stadium yes, the is dome. a bubble. Like, I don't know what he means by yes. that. So this is what he said. You can keep the players from the fans, but you can't keep players from players. All right? Smart thing to say. It's true. He's right about that. So that's where I'm Technically like, Technically wow. accurate, yeah. He's kind of sane. Mark Davis said in the Las Vegas Review Journal. Um... <laughs> Suggested without some sort of form of a bubble, we may be asking for trouble. All right. So I'm like, wow, he's actually on top of things. Then he starts yeah. to, then I find out that he's irate about putting tarps on the seats because he plans yes. on having a full stadium full of fans. So I don't like what bubble is he talking about? Like, I don't. <sighs> he's lost it. Hey. He had a stream he of consciousness situation there. I think he talked yes. himself in and out of a few ideas. He won't be bitching when those tarps make him money. I'll tell you that. You, you, you talk about European soccer, the premiership? Use your head, bud. Don't worry. When the paycheck clears, you'll be very happy for the tarps. Mike Florio. Listen, Anthony Fauci said last week, of course, that the NFL should play in a bubble. He said, yeah, yeah they, they, they can't be flying around. They got to play in a bubble. And remember, the NFL got all defensive. Nah, he's not the doctor for the NFL. Alan Stills is. You know, we know what we're doing. We're, we're, we're consulting with the professionals, et cetera. But Mike Florio says now basically that more and more doctors are telling him, you know, you really shouldn't be playing in a bubble somewhere, in a hub city somewhere. Yeah. And essentially, guys, it's too late. It's too late. Yeah. Like, they, they didn't do it. Like, they should have already, like, sort of like the UFC. You got to give Dana credit, guys. He started construction on this fight island eight weeks ago. You know what I mean? He was like, you know what? I got to do this. And even though people think I'm crazy, they're not going to laugh when I have this island ready in July. And look, he's going there July 11th. (laughs) He's did it. Right? Like Very smart. Very, very smart. He did it again. The NFL, there's not enough time, Mike, to put a bubble together now. There's thousands. To be totally honest, you're right. The clock ran out on them, but I don't think it was ever plausible with that league to start. Now, keep in mind, we talk about all this stuff. They haven't even talked money yet. They haven't started the discussion about the money that will be split without fans. So good luck with that as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. By the way, too, you hear DeMora Smith basically scolding the players today. Hey. You see that? He's right. He's like, stop working out. He goes, we haven't even negotiated. They're so stupid, the players, Mike. Like, they're doing stuff for free. I know. He's like, guys, we're trying to negotiate with them right now. Stop working out. Like, you can't help these players, Cam. The NFL guys are that stupid. Like, that's why the owners No, it's part of it. Oh, always Tom Brady, but I got to say, even Russell Wilson's involved. Even Russell Wilson's involved now. So, we got a problem. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> the, the NBA NHL bubble models to me are the only thing that seem like they're going to work with uh, uninterrupted potentially. Yeah. Uh, I think the NFL and NCAA football are going to jam out as many games as they can, try to air as many games as possible for TV purposes, and we're going to get tripped up because an entire offensive line room is going to have to get quarantined mm-hmm. or QBs or whatever, and then you'll have to forfeit a game or two. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I think that that's what will happen as well. College they'll, they'll football's play. got big problems. Big oh, yeah, problems. college football, you'll, you'll see. Like, conferences will get shut down midseason. Someone's going to panic. Let's just hope that, like, a coach doesn't die or, like, something drastic doesn't happen. But exactly. They, they Major League Baseball it. teams are taking are, – are preventing some coaches from attending. I see that. The Twins. Correct. Yeah. The yeah. Twins aren't letting two coaches that are over 60. They told them, you Bob guys McClure, can't be yeah. in the dugout. You guys can't be in the dugout. Thanks, uh, thanks, Mike. Game time decision continues. Take care, Mike. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Game time decision continues. Hi, I'm Gabriel Ratsy. Thanks to uh, Mike Blewett for kicking it uh, with us on the program. Mm -hmm. Kevin Walsh will step up and in uh, as well. Cam Newton's been uh, the talk uh, of the day, but we brought up hub cities and bubbles. And uh, I don't know, Cam, when's the National Hockey League's plan of announcing a hub city in August? Like, like, think about this. Like, think about this. The UFC has held like eight cards now and built a freaking island before the NHL can come up with a hub city. Like, think about this. Yeah. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Uh, They also had... They also had 26 tests, so they had uh, 15 COVID tests today out of 250. They already had 11 guys that didn't participate in the uh, in the drill, so 26 total game. It's not a bad number. You can work around that, but I think that's just the due diligence. It's I guess for the Canadian city, the provincial rules. They're going to make it. They're just waiting to the last minute. I still think everything. I hope it's just because they're really doing their research, but you know, it's just not good on the NHL because. When you don't even have a, a draft pick first overall, I know a lot of people are coming with the insults pretty fast and hard. Well, that's 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 just another embarrassment. That <laughs> like it's it's like <laughs> as soon as you know, basically what the expression is, hold my beer. Basically, yeah, hold my beer. like remember a couple of weeks ago, we're like, hey, Gary Batman's trending. And it was only because they were like, hey, look, Rob Manfred's so stupid that Gary Batman's actually not the biggest clown in sports anymore. And here's Batman back. It's like, dude, what did you have that press conference like six weeks ago for? Like, you yeah. announced nothing. And you've had nothing to announce since then. You have a draft lottery before the playoffs start. Teams that are in the playoffs are in the draft lottery. And then, of course, they yes. win the damn lottery. So you have a draft lottery without a winner. And then you don't have a hub city. Like, you could have had the draft and said, oh, we're going to Toronto and Las Vegas starting on July 28th. Yeah, no, exactly. You should have done it. No, nothing. Night. Nothing. <laughs> it's like, I don't like, what the hell are you guys doing? And I, I, evidently, it's happy hour. They're over. Is the brass rail open already? Because they must be there. I don't I- know. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon.